I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, I'm Danielle Radojcin and welcome to My Big Idea, the podcast from ASOS bringing you weekly inspiration from young women doing it for themselves. This week, I'm talking to Angelica Hicks, a 23-year-old London-based fashion illustrator. Angelica has used her Instagram account to attract the attention of everyone in the fashion industry, from Gigi Hadid to W Magazine. Her first book comes out later this year. Here's Angelica's big idea. Hi, Angelica. Hi, Danielle. How's it going? Good, thank you. How are you? I'm good. What have you been up to? Um, recently, I well, I went to Venice this weekend and um, got stuck in Venice yeah, Airport. Yeah, that sounds really yeah. awful. So it what was happened? great. It was such a fun weekend. And then apparently, well, they didn't really disclose any information on Venice. They were very secretive. But um, then apparently there was a hole on the tarmac at Gatwick. So, yeah. How long were you stranded? Um, we were like 24 hours because obviously all the British Airways flights took off. EasyJet one, so didn't. <laughs> So, you know. Nightmare. Anyway, you're here, which is good for us. (laughs) Um, You've carved out a career for yourself as an illustrator. Um, Talk us through the kind of things that you draw. I suppose I kind of do like satirical fashion illustration, you could say, but it doesn't end at fashion. It's also kind of pop culture in general. And then, well, no, one thing I never really like to do is politics because then it all gets very, you know, kind of political. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, so fashion and pop culture. So just kind of poking fun at, but not really poking fun at. I guess it's just kind of making it accessible. Making it accessible in ways in which, like, our society, for some reason, is, like, very much elevated. When did you start um, drawing? Well, actually, I was writing my dissertation. I was in my last term of university studying history of art which I did enjoy but I wouldn't necessarily say that I really wanted to be there doing that I almost coming from a creative family I felt obliged to get a real degree Um, and uh, so far so I just started doing these little drawings because well I found them quite funny and then obviously in the kind of self-serving way in which people post on Instagram I um, started uploading them to Instagram and then other people found them quite funny too I guess and then I got encouragement via likes so I continued and it was a really nice distraction basically from the library and why did you decide to focus on the fashion industry specifically Um, because um, I suppose I really saw a lot of illustration on Instagram actually a lot of fashion illustration and it was all very nice um, but it was all kind of like ethereal and kind of like I guess maintaining the same kind of unattainable like status of like fashion which is so you know kind of you know, not only like, you know, obviously I've always, I'm, I'm not able to buy the clothes that I now draw and kind of like engage with in a satirical way, but it's quite nice to, you know, kind of take them down from this kind of pedestal that we've raised them onto, which in turn makes people dismissive of fashion as kind of like, you know, silly. And I wanted it to be silly, but 
kind of self-aware, Cindy. Yeah. Have I you always been yeah. interested in fashion and looked at fashion magazines? Um, I, yeah, when I was younger, actually, I was super, it was really, really strange. I was, like, obsessed with labels. Like obsessed, um, and so I go to <laughs> what, charity act- shops. From a kind of design perspective, or from oh, just oh, no, the, no, no, as in no, no, fashion just, just the brand, just the brand, because the brand. Like I would go to a charity shop, and I'd be like, you, you know, the ugliest dress in the world, but it was, you know, whatever. It wasn't even. It was like it would be like marked by Mark Jacobs, and I'd be like, yes, I'm buying this. No, also like not the ugliest dress, but it just didn't, you know, it didn't really fit. I would buy like kind of huge things that didn't matter because they had a label. So where <laughs> do you think your sense of humour comes from? Um, I well, my dad is very funny. He's English. He's very, very funny, and uh, so I think I probably somewhat inherited. And then also, when I was younger, I also was obsessed with people find. Well, I know to this day, I all I wanted to be was funny. I thought that being funny was the coolest compliment because to be funny, it, it wasn't. You know, I guess in the same way as like how I intellectualize what I do in my illustrations um, by being funny you are kind of I don't know you're, it's not like an elevated intellectualism or whatever it's like a, it's just to make everyone laugh it's such a nice thing to do who doesn't like laughing yeah. good point um, and so it sort of started out what you were doing on when you were at uni you were doing these drawings a bit of a hobby mm-hmm when did it go from being a hobby to something that you realised you could make money out of? Well, I got paid for the first project, um, for what project, I mean, you know, the, the, the first kind of big, like, commission, I guess I can call it, I got, was actually two days after my final exam, and they didn't even need any, they didn't even want any humour, which I found a bit, you know, which actually, you know, was kind of relieving because making that many, because they needed 60 kind of illustrations of people going to a dinner. It was some brand hired me to do it. And um, I... Who was the brand? Something called Palzilleri. I think they're, you know, high, with the men's sort of menswear, that kind of thing. Yep. Um, and, um, like, clearly, you know, I'm not super, in, like, super, I guess, informed on all fashion, really. Right. Um, so they got in touch. But they got in touch and... Um, they, you know, were like, well, we'll pay you this, you do this. And it was kind of 60 illustrations of all the people attending this dinner. It was two days after my final exam. And I just kind of, you know, I was like, yeah, sure. They were like, is that feasible t- in terms of time? Timeline? What did they actually want the illustrations for? Oh, like uh, for, for the for the, play, for the play settings at the table. Oh, wow. And uh, obviously, actually, which I didn't think at the time, which I didn't think while accepting this kind of, you know, job was, wow, like there's a lot of people that can be offended right now because you're like reducing 60 people's faces to just like a few lines and you only have two days to do it in but um, I don't really think about that and actually it seemed to kind of go over quite well I never really received any and did that lead to more commissions? that led to well that gave me some that gave me like hope that I would no actually at this point I really didn't think I'd be able to do this forever um well no not forever but like make a living out of it but I that enabled me to buy a ticket to New York where luckily I my aunt was not my aunt lives there and she wasn't in her apartment over the summer so I was like I need to move to New York but I, for some reason I had this end goal New York I was like if I move there then it will all happen then it will be fine and um so I did that and then I was you know working for someone you know kind of like you know, kind of like under, you know, just get, getting paid, you know, just like this, uh, freelance, let's say. So um, you were doing a, a like job? assisting her. 
I was just like assisting someone while drawing on the side, assisting to make some money because right. people obviously at this point were still not. And I was always very tentative about selling my drawings because I was, I don't know, I was just like, oh, I don't know how much to sell them yeah, for. Yeah, I was going to ask you that like, actually. Center. How do you know how much to charge? I, I just don't really. I like basically if I have friends um, or people I know that are like, oh, I, I, you know, I'd love to get one, then it's a different thing. I don't like, I don't. I had a shop section on my website actually for like for like three months. Um, whenever I get requests, I kind of be like, it's fine, I'll just ignore it, I'll ignore it, I'll ignore it. And um, the reason is I didn't know what I'd do if I actually had to sell something through my website. Do you so find it quite it easy to talk to people about money? Or uh, is no, it's, not at all. Yeah. So I'm very lucky that, you know, one, <laughs> once I moved to New York, because I did then end up getting a visa in February, um, which was kind of amazing. So I'm on the same uh, visa as like people like Justin Bieber, which I find quite funny, who actually is Canadian. They're in um, good company. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, okay, they, so, so back I have to an the agent. Right, but that now. came later. But that came later, so exactly. So, Palsolieri led to more commissions. Led to more commissions, and um, yeah, so then Porter Magazine, I was doing stuff for them. And then I guess, I mean, basically, I really used Instagram in order to like get my drawings out there because Instagram is, well, I don't know, I noticed, as I said, all the illustrations that I noticed had, like, all the ethereal kind of, you know, drawings had all been on Instagram. And you also get kind of huge like comic accounts like the fat Jewish like yeah. beige cardigan like you know so yeah. many um, and so I guess what I would, didn't consciously do this but I now kind of think oh I guess I in some ways kind of at a much smaller scale merge those two kind of together mm-hmm. in a way just going back to the payment thing how did you for somebody who might be wanting to do something similar yeah. to what you've done how did you work out how much to charge um, well, okay, so for, okay, so actually I would always kind of be like, so what, you know, when I was asked, you know, for a job or whatever, I'd be like, oh, so um, what kind of budget do you have? Um, because obviously, I mean, you're like, I just graduated out of university. I knew that they knew that I would, you know, kind of like do it anyway, because it was clear that I was not, you know, that I had just graduated and was young. But I kind of did try to, you know, kind of, I, I, I also, I would ask them how much money they kind of had, and then I'd kind of... You know, I I guess you can kind of tell when someone is like just taking the piss, really, um, and when they're not. And um, it's also, in some cases, I'm pretty sure I, I did actually turn down stuff because some people at the beginning were like, kind of like, oh, no, 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 we expected you to do this for free. And I was like, well, like, no, because like, have self worth. Yeah, no matter what you're totally. doing, no matter I how. I find that so shocking yeah, that people no, can just no, assume like, that. Kind of, and then, you know, kind of on the premise that, like, well, it's great exposure. Okay, fine, but like exposure won't feed me, you know? So stick to your guns. So, yeah, exactly. good for you. And, okay, now we need to talk about that moment when your Instagram account caught fire. I think you've spoken about it a little bit before when you were on our panel talk at Graduate Fashion Week last yeah. week. Gigi Hadid, who at the time was going out with... Zane. Zane. It was pre Zane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the, One of the Jonas boys. Jo, uh, right. the Joe Jonas. Joe, Joe Jonas. Jonas. Yeah. I don't know my Jonas, I have to say. Um, what happened? Um, basically, I, as usual, you know, I'm sitting at home and I'm like, you know, I, I basically get all of my like fashion news or whatever through Instagram or my Facebook news feed, by the way. So if you do, like, if you, I, I did get asked the other day, how do you keep up to date with what's happening in fashion, etc.? You don't need to go out and buy magazines. You don't need to have like a Women's Day subscription. You don't need to spend any money on it. It's all literally there. Vogue.com as well is quite Who useful. do you follow on Instagram? Um, Who are your favorite fashion Instagram my accounts? My favorite fashion Instagram accounts. This is a term question um, I, well, I mean like the informative ones are like quite good like Vogue Runway but those ones I don't even really notice that I'm 
that I'm, you know, kind of. Well, and then there are bloggers like I do like Man Rapella. I do like Man Rapella. I feel like people like love to hate on her, but I think she's really good. And um, who else? I guess I just because I, I just Gucci have the best Instagram account. It is so kind of like, especially when you view it all as one, you're like serious thought is going into this but it's great it kind of okay. functions as a Pinterest in a way cool um, but, uh, back to Gigi back to Gigi I um, so I so because I follow literally all of these or like every single fashion thing um, I you know it was like oh just now it's like Gigi had, or maybe I'd actually seen on Daily Mail Online this is where I also get some of my sources um, I think it was actually a Daily <laughs> Mail Online one um, and I was like Gigi D Kendall Jenner like rumoured to be you know kind of like no, not rumoured, actually, I think signed on to be the newest, like, you know, Victoria's Secret Angels. And I was like, oh, oh, Victoria's Secret Service. Ha, ah, that's so funny. I'll do them as, like, two kind of agents. And um, I, so I did, uh, and then I posted it. And um, Gigi Hadid was already following me because, this is like a whole kind of long stream event, pell, but Gigi pell, Hadid pell. was following me because Amy Astley, who's the editor-in-chief of Teen Vogue um, had regrammed so reposted an image I'd done of her called uh, Kiss My Assley and um, <laughs> so um, and Gigi had like liked it and then started following me which I was kind of like ooh that's kind of exciting and cool but uh, you know it was also a bit strange um, anyway but, the, but the, when Gigi reposted my Victoria's Secret service and then with like you know crediting me and then Kendall Jenner reposted I guess she regrammed Gigi didn't tag me but I'm okay I'm okay you know a lot, a lot of people were kind of like what effect you know, did it have when they when they, their, when they oh I just got okay so I when actually they gave also, their blessing to your account what effect enough, that I'd, I'd left the house for the I like kind of posted it and then my and then my friend came over and, I, and my phone was kind of dying it was like going out of battery so I was like well whatever like let's just go I think it was a nice day so we went on a walk um, about an hour and a half. Uh, come back and I and also to kind of like Facebook inboxes from my friends, being like, I'm sure you've seen this with like screen grabs of it. And uh, and obviously I hadn't actually seen the like I mean I hadn't seen either of them. But I came back and I saw the Gigi one because of the little I got a notification on the little tagged bit. Um, but the Kendall one I hadn't actually seen because I think at the time I didn't follow her. And uh, and also because she hadn't tagged me, so I wasn't aware of it. But. Um, that was, uh, I mean, it was just, it was kind of wild. Do you think it makes... Just, it just kept on, stuff kept on happening on my, like, home feed, on the news feed <laughs> section. It, I just kept on, it was weird, yeah. Just quickly on your Instagram account, do you think it's a good idea to have a very... To have one idea like you do? Not one idea in terms of the subject matter, obviously, but the way that it kind of look, has a very consistent the aesthetic. The way I white out all yeah. of the... Back- um, do you I, think people like that? I... Yes, because also, especially with the like new algorithm, or you know, when there was all that kind of scandal over, yes. you know, Instagram changing the algorithm. <laughs> I have no idea what actually happened there. I don't think has that affected you in any I, way. I, your is, account. I don't think I was asked. I don't think so. Uh, maybe it has, and I'm not aware of it. Um, but I did. Um, I have noticed that I will actively search people, and so in that respect, it's quite nice to see a kind of clean, continuous aesthetic. And um, yeah, and otherwise it just becomes quite jumbled. Like, oh, like here's me at the park with my friend, and then here's a you know illustration that is yeah. so kind of like perfected on Photoshop with the whiting out in the background. So I thought it'd be nice to talk through just one or two of your illustrations, yeah. which I have printed out in a very old-fashioned way. 
Um, the ones that I printed out from your, um, I think I printed these from your website actually. Yeah. Did you build your website? Your, at what point did you I, build your website? So I built it about, I think, well I used to, okay, so I used to do, I used to kind of, I've always been, uh, you know, pursued other creative interests outside university, let's say. So I had this website when I was doing these like geometric like patterns and, and it had a stall at Portobello and I'd like sell like printed clothing. I was really into screen printing. That was like a precursor to this simply because the process was so much longer and less kind of gratifying because it wasn't actually, I don't know, it'd be like, you know, and then loads of people want the same t-shirt and I didn't really like that. Like, so at least this one, they're all kind of, you know, it's, it's still intellectually so, motivating but um yeah so but the website so i started so did you i guess two years ago or something did you commission someone to build it for you no no no. i use squarespace it's a very good website builder um my father for some reason bought me and my sister's domains when we were very young um and that is uh, such a cool dad which thing is, to do yeah, actually really really cool i think when he bought his I'm he bought ours and um yeah really cool really cool because uh, actually someone emailed me the other day asking if they could buy it off me, so who knows if it would have still been available <laughs> I wonder at this how point. much it's worth. Um, yeah, he didn't say, but he didn't seem to think that I needed it that okay, much. Okay, so Squarespace, anyway, Squarespace um, and you built it yourself. So built it right, well, it's like a website builder, so I built it myself, but like it's quite easy because you drop into, it's all kind of like, it's, it's just, it's, it's like kind of seamless, but it allows you to Do have you like a unique... So I, I did, um, and then I kind of thought, what the, if, you know, I actually did, you know, I had kind of the quest, but if someone actually would have bought something from my website, I don't know what I would have done. Because I, I, like, I, I had no, yeah, I, I just, Small you steps. know, I've removed the shop section. It might okay. come back soon, though. I'm trying well, to think It looks of cool, ways. I think. Anyway, so... But I haven't updated it in a year or so something. So these, talk me through this one first. So this is a picture of... So this is a picture of Jessica, Jessica Rabbit, Rabbit and Kate Moss. And Kate Jessica Moss Rabbit. as a Kate Playboy bunny. Kate Moss as a Playboy bunny from, I think it was her Playboy shoot. Um, I posted this around Easter last year. Um, and uh, Jessica Rabbit is saying, look at that hoochie, I'm wearing Gucci. So and what I, gave you the idea to do this? Because I, I think I, like, honestly, I can never, I, I, I think I was like, oh, Easter, topical, Kate Moss in a Playboy, you know, spread with Brian the Bunny is. And then I thought, oh, Jessica Rabbit. Uh, you know, stuff really does just come to me. It's really hard to explain. I, I, but I'm pretty sure I was like, oh, you know what reminds me a little bit of, I, I guess it's more like reminds me of, in the kind of like aesthetic way, of Kate Moss and her, Kate Moss and her Playboy bunny suit. The J- Jessica Rabbit, it, it uh, I don't know, it was kind of a little bit similar. And then I thought, ooh, like, that looks a bit like, a, like you know, Gucci. And then, who, uh, I, I, don't, I don't know, it's so and hard And then to, what about the this other one? ones okay. are easier. Okay. So these Grace all Coddington. come under, these all come under um, what I now think of them as high-powered hybrids. Um, which is actually a chapter in my upcoming book, which is kind of yes. crazy, which is published published by Lawrence King, and distributed by Thames and Hudson, coming out I think next spring. I'm actually I should have I should not still be in London. I'm able to be here today because I have to get it all together by the twentieth. And which it's is good. what's the book? Crazy. Going to uh, it's going to be called of working on the title, but something like branded. I think it's actually going to be cool. And then with some, you know, so kind cool. of like subtitle. I love it. Some fun, punchy subtitle. Um, but yeah, which is really exciting. Uh, so Grace Coddington we've got here, which has the face of Grace Coddington and the body of a cod. Um, it's quite nice, yeah. you know, to mix and match, use and the names. Um, Jimmy Choo. Jimmy Choo Choo. 
Um, I think I was watching Thomas Tank Engine with my little cousin, and I thought, ooh, Choo Choo. Oh, just like Jimmy Choo. Oh, oh, that would look quite nice, actually. And Thomas I also Tank quite like this Jimmy one. Choo's face. I like the idea of mixing up an Hermes Birkenbag with Birkenstock So sandals. this actually came, this is like the successor to the Burkini, which I'd done, which was a bikini with Birkins on it. And I kind of thought, Okay, you know what else would really work actually? Birkenstock, because Birkin, uh, Birkenstocks, which are like you know the notoriously kind of, you know. I also really like, like fashion with that. I'm just looking on your Instagram, and I also really oh, yeah, love your leotard. Leotard. So a leotard with a f- picture of Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, see all this stuff. It would be so front. fun. To, like, actually I actually think we should stuff. sell this at ASOS. It would be. I'm so gonna go and introduce you to the ASOS team after this. Wouldn't this be so? But this is what I always think. I'm like, I'm Perfect. like, if only. If and what only about I had the, the patience. Jennifer Lopez? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was I, 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 Jennifer I just Lopez and her head is and her head is pez. like the yeah so great because there's so many potential collaborations out there this is what I realise doing what I do who so many potential you, who's your dream collaboration obviously apart from ASOS who would you really love to collaborate with that you haven't yet well, I don't know I don't know um, I guess it would be I mean what would be really fun would be to actually work with something like the Brand Aid Company no, sorry, the Band-Aid. The Band-Aid company. Like, yeah. one of a company that just would, you know, kind of, like, be so What would you like to do with them? To make Band-Aids, but then you'd have to get all the brands to sign off on them, I guess. Or to do, like, uh, like just to, just to take something that's so not fashion, but, but you know, add my witticism and, uh, and actually make it. <laughs> it would be so funny. It would be so funny. Because I think that's, like, the appropriate... I think that's a really good idea. Yeah. That could be your next big idea. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Anyway, (laughs) Angelica, thank you so much for talking to us. And good luck with everything. Thank you. That was Angelica Hicks talking about her big idea. I'm Danielle Rodeutchen. Tune in next week for more career inspiration and check out previous episodes on iTunes, Acast, or your favourite podcast app. Bye-bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.